Our first review of the day is going to be the film Priscilla. Priscilla, which is uh, based on the life of Priscilla Presley, wife of Elvis Presley. This is written and directed by Sophia Coppola. This is based on the 1985 memoir by Priscilla Presley called Elvis and Me. Um, and also Priscilla Presley is a producer on this film um, as well. Um, so like I said, um, and you have Priscilla, who's played by this, uh, who's played in this movie by an actress named Kaylee Spinney, um, who, this is kind of the first time I've ever seen her. She was also in the movie called Pacific Rise Uprising, Pacific Rim Uprising, I'm um, sorry. Um, she was in that, and she was in the Bad Times at the El Royale. Um, she's also been in Vice there. She's been in various projects like that. Um, you have Jacob Elordi, who people might know Jacob Elordi, who people might know him from Euphoria. He plays Nate in that show. Mm. Um, he's the one that playing Elvis Presley. Uh, and we just had an Elvis movie just we last did. year, uh, played by Austin Butler, who was, and that was all about the life of Elvis and his turmoils and everything. But this is focusing on just on the wife and her experiences uh, being married to him and what she kind of went through during that time. And if people don't know, um, it was kind of a strange relationship, to say the least, uh, starting out because. Elvis Presley started seeing uh, or dating uh, Priscilla when she was 14. He was 24, uh, which was pretty commonplace uh, at the time. Not to excuse it or anything like that. I'm just framing it in the context there of the of the time period. But that was very commonplace. All the major rock stars that you know and love, uh, they all dated 15, 14, 16-year-old girls. Bowie, uh, members of the Rolling Stones, Zeppelin, uh, a lot of them. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis married what he married his cousin when she was what 15, 14. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was a very commonplace thing. Hey, how's it going there? Radio Infant Maturity has going Radio Infant Maturity, uh, Sage there. He's gonna be with me Good. Monday discussing the tech on Titan there. Yeah, your marriages was very common. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know, you, you kind of have that in this movie starting off of you know their courtship. Um, how she kind of got introduced to Elvis. Then as the movie continues, you know, shows the relationships, the ups and downs of it, um, them having a child together, uh, you know, kind of, you know, her place there, um, you know, being, you know, constantly with a guy who is very famous and him being on the roll constantly, him having all these affairs that are in the newspaper um, and kind of what that told that, that kind of those things took on her. Um, I'm going to pass it to you. Get your thoughts on this. What did you think about Priscilla? Mm. Uh, first of all, yeah, this is based on the uh, personal autobiography by Priscilla Presley. And this focuses a lot more on her point of view from when she was. And honestly, the first half of the movie is just her not even finishing high school. It's just like her, her and meeting <laughs> Elvis and just kind of figuring all that out. And then then she finishes high school and then the rest of the half of the movie. It really could be summed up about that and the various different uh just the gambits. I think from the very beginning, there's a, I think what Sophie, uh, Sophie Coppola, and she's a very, uh, both well-loved and well, um, controversial director. She's made some fantastic movies. I still think lost in translation is her magnum opus. And she did that very early on. It's one of the best films she did, mm-hmm. but she has a very, a lot of themes of loneliness, um, a misplacement in life and a lot of it, especially of a femininity from the point of view of a woman, female character. And uh, from that point of view, and this definitely carries into this movie as it's very much from Priscilla's point of view. And I think this is also an interesting companion piece compared to the previous Elvis movie we just got last year. 
where that one was far more high energy, mm-hmm. far more like dynamic and with Tom Hanks kind of swindling, trying to swindle him out of stuff and Directed by Boz Lerman. Yeah, about yeah, Boz Lerman. Yeah. I'm talking about that. And uh, I think compared to this one, this is far more slowed down, mm-hmm. far more pulled back, more subtle. Uh, whether that's your cup of tea or not, that is something to bear in mind. This movie does take its time and it does try to slowly edge in. Uh, and there's going to be certain portrayals. I think both actors do a good job playing each uh, character. Mm. I think the actor who plays uh, Elvis in this does a very good job, uh, especially with what he's written. Uh, and I think, yeah, Pris- uh, the actress who plays Priscilla is fantastic in this. I think the most thing that really got me was just the power dynamic in the beginning. And honestly, through a lot of it, it's a very interesting relationship because he's just this guy just on the top of the world, slowly getting more and more famous as time goes on. And she, there's like a dynamic of 10 years between them and this power imbalance. And, and where does she kind of find herself in this, uh, this relationship? Cause there clearly is love in there, but a lot of times, even from like the tenderness that the characters bring to her care to her, there is a level of objectivity where kind of they kind of view her as like, okay, Priscilla, um, be there and smile, or just kind of play your part, so to speak, in a way. And that's not to excuse what was happening or what happens, but that was an extremely common thing. That was just a for everybody in the family. Hey. He's in this business. We're getting this bunch of money. Don't ruin this kind of thing. Whatever happens, we keep it in the family kind of thing. And I think all that does kind of come in, although it does take its time to get to those points, which really happened in the latter half of the movie than the first, which is much more of a, a buildup. Uh, what do you, what about you? Yeah. Um, you know, like you say, you know, being a companion piece to something like Elvis, you know what I mean? If you want to, and then immediately go like, well, I want to hear what the, you know, what it was like to be the wife here. And you, mm-hmm. you know, makes for an interesting back to back, uh, films there. If you watch this and then you watch, you know, uh, watch Elvis and you watch Priscilla back to back. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's less kind of showy than something like Elvis is. It's not as, you know, you know, it doesn't have the style of something like Baz Luhrmann's film, which was very flashy and very, you know, that's just Baz Luhrmann's style and how yeah. high energy and how he does things. It's yeah, very, very much, very much pulled back, very grounded. It's, you know, no big showy kind of moments there. If you're expecting, you know, if you know about the relationship of Elvis and Priscilla and what happened and various things like that, if you know about that, um, you know, about kind of the the big major ups and downs of that relationship, you you may know about it if you're a big Elvis fan. Um, and there were some when we did that video, when we did that video review about Elvis. Um there were tons in the comments about, you know, you got this wrong and you got this wrong and all this other stuff. So I don't know if, you know, so I guess if you are a big Elvis fan, you know, uh, there, maybe there, yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, Elvis is still a well-loved figure. Yeah. People still love it. He is still considered the king of rock and roll by many figures. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's a very, there, everything around him is very touchy in a way because that legacy is so almost trying to be pristine and I also can see that in this movie, uh, definitely in certain moments in this movie, I can see why the reaction from the Elvis estate was not very happy with how some of the thing, some of how Elvis was kind of portrayed in this movie at times. Yeah, because do you think they could have gone far- further with it, or do you think that they, you know, it, it was about, you know, fair enough to show kind of the relation? Do you think they showed enough? Do you think they could have went farther? 
I think you could have, sure. But at the same time, the Elvis is I mean Elvis is dead. He's been dead for a long, long time now. And I think the best thing but but Priscilla is still around. She's still alive and yeah. she approved of a lot of decisions in this, tried to say what it was from her point of view. I think you're in a difficult position because on one hand, now you only have one point of view. You only have the only point of view of a two, two uh, point of view. And uh, there's two, two points of views. There's what his point of view have been her point of view. And then the actual truth. Yeah. And since we don't have that other half, we can't really know what the truth, full truth is. So you have to kind of write this really delicate balancing act. And I think for the most part, they did do a good job of, showing just enough of the darker aspects or just unfortunately the problems that eventually Fane kind of brought with them and his prescription drug problems and these well-known factors of what happened to Elvis. I think you can, even if it's not completely accurate or some people would disagree with it, it does at least try to follow what most people know about Elvis for the most part while showing a completely new part with Priscilla. Yeah. And what we mean, not to dance around it too much, I mean, you have some scenes, you know, where Elvis seems controlling, uh, abusive, you know, you have some scenes, you know, common, maybe abuser types, abuser type stuff where you have it like, you know, he dictates, you know, what she wears, what she looked like, you know, what she looks like, you know, with her hair and her clothes, you know, it's like, you know, I don't really like that hair color. Why don't you dye it black? I like that. I think that goes with you, your look better, you know, and it matches your eyes better. So she dyes her hair black or you know what I mean? It's like, I don't really like that dress. I don't like the color brown. I don't I don't like that. You know what I mean? Wear a different dress. So things like that. And then yeah. and then you may ask, what about her parents in the situation? Where were her parents? Um, you know, I I mean, I guess in another just, country. You know, in, in another country, and they allowed her to go to Elvis where he was, um, and live with him and his, you know, family. Um, and it's just like, well, just so long as you graduate high school, that's what I care about. That was their main concern, her father. Uh, you know, that was his main concern. Just so long as you graduate high school, that's all I care about. And, you know, Elvis, you know, you see scenes where he's talking to the father. Um, again, common, maybe age dynamic stuff that you'll hear of going like, well, she's very mature for her age. You know, she's not like, you know, other girls her age. You know, it's very maybe common uh, stuff you'll hear, like big age gaps there of like the older guy who's dating like more of a younger teenage girl there. They'll try to throw that line in there. Um, and then, you know, not to get too much about, you know, the whole age gap dynamic there and, and just that um, there. I mean, Priscilla, I think from her perspective, I think she said I don't think she said she was groomed. I think she doesn't look at the relationship like that Yeah. Um, from her perspective, I believe. Um, so that's that's her opinion on the situation from what, what I know about it. But uh, yeah, so you do you do have kind of scenes like that where, you know, he is there. He does have little angry moments here. There's a scene where he throws a chair at her um, in the movie. Um, so it it kind of is trying to, like you said, not paint him as I don't think a straight villain in the movie, but it's just trying to show like this is what it was, you know. These, you know, there were good times or bad times. That's what I think it. Um, that's that's kind of show there and and the uh, affairs there. Um, you you mentioned how that you liked a lot of the the lead performance, Priscilla, played by Kaylee uh, Sapini. Uh, what do you think about Jacob Elordi as Elvis here? Um, I thought he did a very good job of playing because he has to play from a period of time through his life for the younger Elvis days to eventually his, uh, his Vegas days, his late Vegas days. 
or at least to those points. So I think he does a good job with balancing this. It could have been so easy for you to just paint him as just a complete monster. The easiest job in the world would have just been like Elvis was an abuser and a groomer and this, this, and this. And he wasn't the king of like this person. And Priscilla was treated like garbage and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, he wasn't perfect. But he did seem, he did genuinely seem to care about her. And he's going to have moments where he's just, you know, not good. And he's going to have moments where he is good. That's unfortunately the problem. Uh, he's a, He was a talented guy. And he had a lot of eyes on him. And that's a lot of pressure. And with that, he had a lot of vices. And things snowball. And I think he does a good job showing the few moments, the moments occasionally here and there of vulnerability. I think some things with him, maybe being too aggressive or a little too dark, might it felt a little eh, kind of like eh, like a little too much here and there. But I thought for the most part, they they did a good job at least pulling back and allowing him to uh, play Elvis in a more uh, subtle way than in comparison to the other Elvis movie we saw, which was far more like a bit more bombastic, a little more, a lot more energized. And yeah. Um, yeah, I mentioned this when we did the Elvis review. It's tough because, you know, you're dealing with a guy in Elvis who's such an iconic figure and then everybody, you know, does impressions and, you know, you know, his voice and everything like that has been so heavily parried. So how do you take that and make it a real character? Mm -hmm. um, and as far as, you know, you know, his voice and everything like that, I mean, he definitely sounds way different if you've seen his other acting performances. Jacob Beloit. He does very sound way different than he sounds, you know, uh, as Elvis. So he really gets into the voice. Um, I'm not a big Elvis historian or anything like that. I've only heard, you know, I listen to some of his music here and there. Um, does he do a good job in nailing the voice? I don't know. I think he does a good job, I think. Um, you know, there are some moments where I was kind of thinking about Johnny Bravo a little bit, but, um, <laughs> you know, that's just that's just what it is. I mean, Johnny Bravo was based a little bit, his whole persona was a little bit based on Elvis anyway. So, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I think he kind of does a good job there and, he, and he's not, you know, an out-and-out -out monster. I mean, it's more complicated than that um, and, and, and kind of what that relationship was. And it's just really the, the main figures you really just see is those two, you know, yeah. Priscilla and Elvis. And there's some other side characters that come in. But it mainly, just mainly the movie is about just these two people and their relationship. Um, negatively, I mean, besides for the performances, I think are solid and good. It's just, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it really, if you're expecting a lot of maybe bite to the movie or a lot of, you know, maybe something huge to happen or maybe something huge, impactful to happen that's not really this type of movie mm -hmm. and the way the movie ends it's just kind of like oh it just kind of ends there you go you know what i mean it it, it just kind of yeah um there really isn't some you know bombastic moment there or anything like that it just kind of just kind of ends you know mm -hmm. um and yeah uh and i don't feel like with this movie I don't really get to know Priscilla more as a person or mm -hmm. who she was or maybe her goals or, or her life or her passions or anything like that. Like, I don't really feel like I walked away from this film really knowing that really all that much. What about you? Yeah, I kind of, I, I mostly agree with everything you're saying. Uh, that's a, pro uh, Sophie Coppola has a very, I mentioned before has a very, she's, got a mixed receptions or controversial in some ways. It's mostly just, she does kind of a similar element in the way that she directs her films and what works in Lost in translation doesn't always work in her other films. And there is this almost aimlessness 
or at least this kind of slow meandering that comes in with a lot of her films and what works in some doesn't always work in others. And this is one of these where it just really doesn't Priscilla. Uh, the actress who plays Priscilla is good, but yeah, I don't really know much more about her as a person. This would have been the perfect opportunity for me to do so when I never really fully do. I get glimpses, little bits, pieces of what she kind of wants to be. There's a couple moments. She's like, I just want to find out who I am and figure out. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Yeah. This is a great opportunity. Why don't you tell me about it? <laughs> yeah. Like there's a scene where, you know, she's taking martial arts lessons and you see yeah. her where she's hosting a dinner party by herself and, you know, she's got her instructor there. And it's like, okay, I like that moment. Let's, yeah. let's have a little bit more yeah, of those. More of this, please. You know, anything like, happening, please. Yeah. It's like, I just, yeah, I, I just don't feel like I was like, who is Priscilla? You know what I mean? This movie's called yeah. Priscilla. I just don't think I knew, I know who she is even after seeing this movie. Yeah. Or get an insight of who she is. It's just, okay, she she loved Elvis, and it was a bad relationship or toxic relationship, and okay, they, there you go. And it's like, oh, okay. I yeah. mean, I mean, oh, I, okay. I could have just you could have just told me that. <laughs> I didn't need to see. It. I didn't need to you see know? the whole thing about it. You could have just been like, yeah, that's just what it is. I could have read the book, taking less time, probably like it take more time, but gotten quicker. Some of the yeah. book were quick, but uh, yeah, no, I for all the good. Uh, cinematography and, and acting moments. This is it's all bottleneck movie. It ultimately, it's a really slow burn that ultimately doesn't say too much. Not much, like things happen, but they don't, you could really condense what happens very quickly. It's moment. It's just moments of POV of what's happening with Priscilla, but ultimately the biggest sin in this movie is that we don't ever truly know who Priscilla is or who she wanted to be. And the few moments we do feel like uh, an oasis in a desert, little mm. moments of water. And I wanted more. And I never truly get it. I thought the costume design is good. Everything good. felt accurate. Everything, everything technical about this movie is good. They got all the technical, the presentation, the wardrobe, every, everything looked period, period piece. Well, everything looked fine. It's missing that less oomph. It's less, it's as much as she allows the characters to kind of breathe and have little moments. We needed a little bit more of that, especially with the, how long this movie is. It's not super long, but for how long this movie is, I wanted to know more about her point of view, which is so rarely talked about, or her as a person. And maybe that's what Sofia Coppola is trying to say, that she never really truly gets to be herself until she left that left that relationship and. Okay, mm. Sophia, uh, I understand that, but you're making a movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Make her interesting as a character, really, there. Uh, if you know, this is who you're following, Lee character. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, and it doesn't really too much explore maybe the more negative things too much about like with obviously the popular probably discourse there about the age gap there. It doesn't really do that all that much. I, it, it's you have stuff with the mother who goes yeah. like, you know, why doesn't he date somebody his own age? There's that. Um, you know, there's the stuff of, you know, kind of like nobody has the moment where go like, wait a minute, we're sitting outside waiting for your girlfriend to come out of graduating from high school. Like, and she's been with living with us for these couple years now. Like, wait, oh. and, <laughs> you know, exactly. In the time period, in the time period, this was more understood or at least acceptable. 
than it is now. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, he'd be considered a groomer, and this would be not tolerated in any form. This would be seen really strange. But, I mean, even then, it's still a little weird, but people married young, people married different age gaps. It To this extent, though, there is a lot of moments where you go, yeah, this is just strange by just a power dynamic. If it were, he was just a normal guy, I think there would be less problems. Like, but normal people, it's like, oh yeah, I married her. It was like ten years younger, and we waited till like six years later. We dated for like six years, and then we finally got married, or we got married, but we didn't actually do anything until later. And do you believe? Because in the movie, they I think the mm-hmm. movie says that he waited till she was like, um, they got married because they had. I don't. I mean, if he has people on the side, yeah, probably. Mm, maybe. I mean, he has people on the side. I. Ultimately, that's between. Uh, ultimately, the only people who are going to know is Elvis himself, and he's uh, six feet under. Yeah. So that's between her and Priscilla, him and Priscilla, and uh... yeah. And I know that there was some thing that he was. Uh, I think it was like he was very weird about like after, which they touched on a little bit on the movie about mm-hmm. after she had a baby, he was very weird about having sex with her after that, which they touch on a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that would, uh, been, that would have been interesting to kind of a little go a little bit more into it. It's like, no, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. So, what's your uh, rating for it? Uh, visually, uh, I think it's a fairly well done movie. I think the two performances are, are good, are really solid for what it is. But just the content of what they're working with, I found was a little under delivered and a little underwhelming. I think for people who are looking for a different story that involves Elvis, we'll get something out. We might get something out of this. And I think people who want to are interested in what Priscilla's point of view in, I think they also might find this interesting. But I don't really see a reason to go to the theaters for this kind of thing. Um, so I would recommend this as a stream. It. This is a perfectly you can just stay at home, watch this at home, and and uh, kind of take your time with it. Um, Radiant from Maturity asked a question. He says, Do they show his death from her perspective? No, they do not. No, they do not. That would have been interesting. Uh, no, they don't get into that. Um, I agree with Dusk. Um, I'm gonna give it a stream of it as well. Uh, for all the reasons I listed, like I said, I don't really feel like walking away from this movie. It's like, Who is Priscilla? You know, who is she outside of just being Elvis's wife? And what were her passions? What were her goals? What were her ideas? Um, I don't really feel like I knew really much of that going out of it. Um, good looking movie. Oh, yeah. Um, good performances, I think, by the two leads, um, by Jacob Lordy, by Kaylee Osfani. Uh, uh, will she be nominated for this? Um, mm, I don't know. It's a I tough, it's it's a tough race right now for best actress. Um, you know, Greta Lee, Margot Robbie, Lily yeah. Gladstone. I hear Emma Stone in this new movie called Poor Things is really amazing. Mm. So it's a tough race right now for best actress. Yeah. Um, so I don't maybe think she'll be nominated, but I think she does a great job. Um, in this movie, um, I just I wish there was just kind of something more. And in the movie, this is an hour and fifty minutes, but it just kind of feels longer because it just feels the way it's just kind of paced is kind of just kind of slow, um, and everything. So yeah, I just kind of would give it a stream it for me. Um, I, I wasn't really too much in love with this movie. Um, yeah, so two streamers for Priscilla. Uh, <laughs> Radio Maturity says sequel about Nick Cage marrying the daughter. Yeah, that's yeah. something. Um, <laughs> I've watched that. Yeah, Nick Cage has to be in the film though, playing himself. Yeah, I, I would, I would definitely want to see that. Yeah.